Hello and welcome to the World Cricket Show, the world's favourite cricket show. My name is Adam Bayfield and I'll be your host for this one. And with me as always is Tony Kerr. Hello. How's it going, Tony? Yeah, good, thanks. Good. You've uh, you've made the unusual decision to start eating a bag of hula hoops just as we press the button to record the podcast. Yeah, unorthodox beef hula hoops. Uh, Official team partner of the 100, so there we go. Well, you're on brand. Discover cricket, get active is the slogan, apparently. I don't know if that's Hulu or the 100. Big fans of the 100 here at the World Cricket Show. When you're listening to a podcast, what you love is to, to hear one of the two hosts eating crisps <laughs> um, from the start. That's that's always that's always good, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll enjoy that. Anyway, here we are, Tony, back again. Two episodes, I was going to say two episodes in a row. Can you believe it? <laughs> in, in quick succession. We're back inside for this one, though. Last time out, it sounded like we were... On, on a ship on the high seas, like sort of pirate radio yeah. type thing when we're recording on the beach with some big waves coming in. But we're, we're around my gaff this time. We are, yeah. Plastered with photos of, of yourself. Quite arrogant, really. <laughs> I don't think I've got any photos of me up in my house. You, you've just like, there's a couple of your family, sort of small pictures, but you're, you know, it's just like six foot portrait of you. Yeah, the, the whole me. wall behind your head <laughs> is just like, it looks a bit like it's a shrine to myself um, so I'm, I'm just staring at you but just above you every so often I'll just kind of glance above you oh yeah there I am <laughs> looking good what have you got behind my head back to the big well I've got the Guernsey Beach Guide poster big poster for the Guernsey uh, <laughs> another shrine <laughs> yeah. to my own achievements achievement. this, yeah, is, exactly. this is what it's like at my house got the World Cricket Show room next door of course and what else have I achieved in my lifetime would you say I don't know. Got... Oh, my children. Yeah, there's a couple of yeah, yeah, my yeah, children yeah. as well. Anyway, it's uh, it's good to be back again. I'm, uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, or have we? You were complaining that there hasn't really been any cricket happening. There has been cricket happening. The IPL, Tone. Have you heard of that? We are going to talk about that. Listeners, some listeners will be shocked to hear that we are going to talk about the IPL today. More franchise stuff going on. I don't just to come back on that. I don't think I was complaining that literally last week I was like, there's too much cricket. <laughs> so just, I think I was just, you know, saying. You've got to get your story straight. <laughs> I don't know what I think really anymore. <laughs> That's the issue. So we've got to talk about the IPL, more franchise stuff. There's breaking news about the 100 tone and not the fact that you're eating hula hoops. Uh, but apparently the ECB are in talks about what to do about the hundreds, so we'll we'll uh, we'll be getting into that as well. Um, let's do it, shall we? I'm ho- I'm I'm hoping you're going to be uh, producing the goods as co-host today. We're for a good start, eating crisps up up top there. But I, I think I told you this. I I have to tell you, you're a tough act to follow. The other day, I had a dream that we were <laughs> that I was podcasting with Keaton Jennings. <laughs> he was co-hosting an episode of this. Great. And he was good. He did good very well, lad. He yeah. did very, very well. You weren't there. Yeah. I don't know what had happened to you. I mean, he's not... I suppose oh, Keaton probably is looking for a podcast gig, isn't he, now? Yeah, like Mark Wood does one, doesn't he? I mean, he it's, doesn't really. Stuart Broad had one with Stephen Fry at so one for- point. <laughs> so we'll rebrand the show as Bayfield and Jennings. Yeah. Uh, a, li- a bit of Bayfield and Jennings, is that what it was? Was it called a bit of Broad and Fry? I don't know. That was... That was, was your uh, dream. That was Brian and Laurie. What was it called? <laughs> they were there, their real life yeah, right. podcast. Just yeah. Bayfield and Jennings? Just Bayfield and Jennings, yeah. yeah. Uh, just Jennings. Just Jennings. Just, <laughs> That's the future of the World Cricket Show. Yeah, it's just Jennings. Keen Jennings. He scored a big hundred the other day, so he's got, uh, you know, he's got a bit of uh, capital at the, the moment. He's putting you on the back better then now. Yeah, exactly. 
putting it, putting his podcast ambitions on ice. He did a very good job. So I'll be I will be measuring your performance today uh, against that. Just so you're aware. Cool. That's going to come into your appraisal at the end of the year as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's make a start then. So uh, as I say, IPL. Some listeners may be surprised <laughs> that I want to talk about the IPL. By all accounts, I mean it's 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 going on, isn't it? That's the first thing to say. The IPL is happening. Where when does it finish? End of May. When did it start? When does it finish? What are we about halfway through yeah. at the moment? Yeah, I mean, no, we're well into it. We are well into it, aren't we? So yeah, we're about we're about halfway through the group stage because m- most teams have played seven games and there are fourteen. They each play fourteen matches in the group stage, which doesn't seem to make a lot of sense on the face of it because there are ten teams. Mm. So I don't know how they're working that out. Um, but by all accounts, Dane, the IPL this year has been quite good so far. There's certainly been some uh, noteworthy, some kind of headline grabbing things that have happened which we might talk about have you i'm looking at the table your beloved rajasthan well, royals I was say, it's a, it's a we're having a royal time aren't we the uh yeah my I'm a, as a diehard rajasthan royals fan i've been glued to it they're top of the <laughs> table top, anyway top of the table yeah and, uh, well, 10 points you know i thought you were going to make some coronation gag there tone but uh, yeah i'll leave that for you do you want to touch to keaton make that do you want to have another go <laughs> yeah Ke- keaton would have been straight in there he's got a lot of good material no, it's interesting to see... Uh, He'd have thought about it ahead of time, you see. That's the difference. Well, that's a luxury I don't have, unfortunately. <laughs> Do Kings Eleven still exist, or are they gone? Uh, they've been rebranded, I think, as oh, yeah. Punjab Kings. That's it. Um, I mean, I have to say, I don't know whether... Is, is this something I should admit or not? Like, when I looked at the table, like, for a host of a podcast, is this a bad thing to admit? I don't know, but when I looked at the table, I was like, oh, didn't know they were a team, never heard of that <laughs> team before. There are a couple of teams in there that I wasn't aware of, I must say, but yeah... Kings Eleven Punjab have been have had a big rebrand as Punjab Kings, so yeah, Rajasthan Royals are top of the table. Gujarat Titans second, then Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals down at the bottom. But it's all much of a muchness, really, isn't it? There's only uh, only a couple of points, only a couple mm. of wins in it between uh, Rajasthan at the top and Mumbai Indians down in eighth. And I suppose it's one of the things about the IPL is it's a very long group stage, which kind of shakes out into a shootout at the end um i mean to say the least tone the ipl is uh not normally my bag i've tried to take another look this time around in that you know i've I've sort of uh learned the names of some of the teams you've checked the table <laughs> now i have i've watched a little bit I've, I've i've i think i've watched about half of one game live but i have watched you know some highlights and stuff as well what about you have you uh have you taken any interest this year uh, i've dipped in and out on the interest levels I, I must say i'm not sure where yeah i don't know it feels like the coverage isn't as in your face as it, well, in your face the coverage i don't know whether it's just elon musk has changed the algorithm but um yeah i'm not seeing as much uh ipl kind of around have you still got your year. blue tick by the way oh no that's long gone is it long gone <laughs> waved 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 cheerily waved that goodbye we need a new nickname for you can't call you blue yeah. tick anymore um yeah, I don't know. Does it just? I mean, well, clearly, the, the, you know, there were a couple of quite extraordinary finishes, weren't there, the other day, or the other week, um, which which surfaced. But um, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Maybe it's just me speaking. But I don't know. It feels like it's sort of drifting along without maybe a, maybe the kind of impact of a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, in, I, this part of the world, I do agree with that. And I, yeah, as I say, I'm slightly in two minds about you know about whether to even you know open up about the fact that I I just. 
I'm just not really watching it because I'm aware that some listeners, new listeners to the podcast, might have switched off, might be writing a bad review as we speak because you sort of feel like, you know, a, a podcast about cricket should surely be on top of the IPL. But, but then there'll be other listeners who will be annoyed that we're even talking about it at all. Like, it, it, it is so divisive, but I do agree with you that... I, it just doesn't feel like a big deal here in this part of the world. And I'd be interested to know from other listeners what they think about the IPL at this point and what what, what they think about its profile in different parts of the world that they might be listening to it, to, the, to this show in. Mm. Obviously, it's a big deal in India. That goes without saying. But I do feel like in the UK, unless, like for me, unless I actively log on to Crick Info or actively... Log on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, Dad. Unless I fire up the modem and... Uh, type in ESPN Crick Info online website into Google um, or I actively, you know, put Sky Cricket on to see what's happening. I wouldn't be aware that it's happening. There's no profile really beyond that. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it feels like a very big deal in India, but outside India, does it? Is it just the UK? Is it other parts of the world as well? I don't know. But yes, if, if the sense is that this is Cricket's main show these days, it doesn't feel that way to me. But maybe you know, maybe I'm just in a, in a bubble, you know, in a bubble of my own. Yeah, it is hard to know, you know, what the balance is in terms of like profile now for sports. Um, I mean, it definitely feels like in the UK in the last three or four years, uh, like US sports have become have becoming mm. have been given much more prominence than they used to than they used to have, or at least they had for a while. So basketball and NFL in particular. I don't, yeah, it's very it's often like I don't know. BBC Sports probably a good barometer for these sort of things, isn't it? As this kind of you know the, the national broadcaster and and probably the you know online the the sort of the first port of call for mm-hmm. sort of general sports news. But yeah, you don't, I don't know. It does seem to it sort of seems to fall by the wayside somewhat. There's a lot of um, you know obviously yeah the dominance of football, but there's yeah there's a lot of kind of basketball NFL when it's on and like UFC and things like that and. Jake Paul and Logan Roy or whoever, yeah. <laughs> whoever's fighting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. No, it does. It doesn't feel like it's got the profile it had a couple of years ago, but maybe that, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure why that is. Yeah. And I suppose the one question that arises from that is do, do the, would the IPL care that that's the case? You know, it is actually, I think you've made this comparison before is actually, is what's happening in cricket that it's shrinking down to an Indian dominated sport and but the indian market is so big that actually that's fine and it will become like an nfl you know the nfl clearly are trying to grow the sport around the world but basically their market is the us and if if yeah if they only have their market that's fine for the nfl and cricket might be going the same way so the ipl they care about its profile in india and how much it matters in india how much is it going to bother them if it's not on bbc sport you know, on the headlines <laughs> yeah. of BBC Sport, yeah. which it's obviously like the of the IPL banging <laughs> down the door of BBC Sport saying, what's going on? Because of like snooker, the snooker world championship is on this week and that's got a massive profile on BBC Sport and there's no sign of the IPL at all. I absolutely love snooker. I've been watching a lot of snooker this week, but in terms of like, uh, you know, a global market, there's no comparison there, but, but I don't know that the IPL will care that much and, and if they will just be kind of laser focused on that Indian market and they're clearly doing a very good job of, of capturing that unfortunately it just means that for me um and you know cricket fans of a similar view we're being left out of that um but yeah that's 
that's they don't care about that. That's not their problem. I yeah, that's but well, yeah. Nor should they really. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not their problem. As you say, in, you know, the Indian market's plenty big enough, and mm. well, they've just overtaken China, haven't they? Is the the world's most populous country. So, mm. yeah. Does that just happened now. You were looking at your laptop. It's literally you said just ticked over. <laughs> right. um, but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a variety of factors, but as you say, you know, it is cricket's big, it's, it's the big game and the big show in town, isn't it? And, um, you know, there are uh, obviously a lot of English players involved, mm. whether the performances have quite kind of grabbed the attention. I mean, you know, Harry Brooks got century as need mm. to his name. Um, Joss Butler's been going well, but, maybe it's only those little moments that punch through yeah but then I, I, it's an interesting point though because there's definitely more english players involved than they used to be and they're playing a more prominent role than they used to but i feel like the profile or the the prominence given to it is less than they used to be um i think yeah you, what you're saying about it being the big show in town I, what's just a bit um what what i struggle with a bit there is that it's still to me feels like a bit of an exhibition like it just it doesn't i i just i find it hard to believe that anyone kind of takes it seriously and cares about who wins clearly people do but for me watching it it does just feel it i mean the whole thing is just for me it's just kind of incredibly naff <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's the right word but it's just yeah it's like it's a bit of a a bit of a sideshow do you know what i mean it just doesn't matter is the way I see it. Well, that's interesting because we've like probably it, it said this a few times. Fun, but it doesn't okay. matter. We've talked about it, obviously, down the years yeah. quite a few times. Um, I mean, do you get a sense that it's beginning to matter more than it did at the start? I mean, is there any sort of established... There's a bit more, I suppose, where you think like... Uh, there's a little bit more of like, just by the way that, the nature of the way that time works, there's like more, there's a more history now. Is what is this? Fifteen years, six, season sixteen or something? So things like saying he's the leading run scorer in IPL history starts to have more of a a value than it did, you know, ten years ago. Um, so I suppose there's that's a sort of point against my, my argument. But I, I feel it's about T Twenty generally. But I just think you know, with international cricket and something like the World T Twenty, the T Twenty World Cup, I can get behind that in terms of it mattering it doesn't matter as much as test cricket but it still matters because of the historical context in a way that the IPL just doesn't to me but as I say that I it's not for me um but that I that just makes me a bit sad <laughs> yeah yeah I mean it's clearly where the money is so it, it, it is the big show yeah there's been the, I mean there've been some well there've been a few extraordinary finishes haven't there some some high run chases in the last or in this edition in the last couple of weeks Rinku Singh I suppose we yeah. should talk about shouldn't we like d definitely the kind of the big story on the pitch this year remember the name Rinku Singh uh, what did he hit five sixes in a row uh, for Kolkata Knight Riders to uh, win that game against Gujarat Titans so they needed 28 off the last over and he went six 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 reminiscent i suppose of carlos brathwaite but one six more if my math is accurate so there's something a little bit weird about both of those moments actually brathwaite and rinky singh in that like neither of them are that good or like neither neither of them were big names before and have become big names afterwards but you know brathwaite hasn't done that much since rinky singh's i think been in and around a couple of indian squads but you know they're not it's not like ab de Villiers doing it or yeah Virat Kohli doing it so there's something just quite you know, surprising about that moment. Carlos Brathwaite is now an NFT enthusiast, isn't he? As, <laughs> as his uh, Twitter bio tells us. I don't know whether he's pushing it quite as hard as he was 
um, a year or two ago. Um, yeah. Can you imagine what that feeling must have been like, Tone? No. What do you mean? Like, I wa- just launching well, to a hit, fifth six. To hit into, that fifth six, yeah. yeah, to hit five in a row. I hit, uh, I don't think you were there. Were you there? I'm not sure you were there. A few seasons back, or like the last time I played a season of cricket, we were playing a game and we needed 10 off three balls and I hit a six and a four to win it. Probably like top three moments of my life, yeah. I would say, in terms of that feeling. To do five in a row and like not for, you know, like a Deloitte second 11. I don't even work for Deloitte. <laughs> <laughs> in, like, just Deloitte second 11 franchise. Guernsey Evening League Div 4. But to do it, you know, on, on that stage, it's it's kind of hard to hard to imagine. Really. Yeah. Yeah, it must feel pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was an extraordinary... Yeah, an extraordinary moment. Mm. Extraordinary finale. You mentioned some of the England players. Uh, Sam Curran seems to be doing reasonably well. Scored some runs the other day. Mark Wood took five wickets on debut for Lucknow. Um, I saw an interview with him, which made me a bit sad, kind of going back to what we were talking about before, because he was saying, he, I think he, he played one previous IPL season in 2018 and didn't do very well. And he was saying he's like really relieved and he's really loving it because he's sort of proving to himself and to the world that he's up to it at this level and I, to me i'm just like well you're you're not only up you're better than this level <laughs> like because mm. for me the ipl in terms of quality is a step down from you know a world t20 final so if that's genuinely what he thinks um and how players see it i find that i, I don't agree with that but it also makes me a bit sad does that yeah. make sense yeah no I, I get where you're coming from i mean i don't know there is something the maybe the sort of the fervor around it the fact that it, you know obviously when you go when you play with England or your nation you know you're you're by definition playing with people you know very well and that you've got commonality with mm. you know you know it presumed it's it's a slightly different thing going to these like in, you know this super intense tournament where yeah there are obviously a lot of overseas players but it's you know it's more of a sort of domestic vibe and um, a different situation yeah i don't know maybe that's it, maybe that's it feels like it's that's what you know way, yeah. like it, it's 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 its own test yeah it's, it's maybe like a tougher um environment to perform your best yeah. in yeah the yeah. pressure and the kind of yeah the 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 expectation of it that's a good point tony you've convinced me cheers well done i love the ipl i'm into it i'm, like, oh, I'm into it <laughs> you're into it you're like have kings <laughs> change their name <laughs> so into it this year <laughs> yeah Let's talk about the hundred. Right, let me just have some hula-oops. Yeah, no. Let's talk about the hundred. So, um, breaking news today. Unfortunately, it only seems to be in the Daily Mail. So I'm going to have to read this article. The Daily Mail website. <laughs> the, I think I'm currently looking at uh, six adverts. I think on on my screen at the moment. Three just of which are videos that are playing. Uh, but yeah, the headline is the hundred could be axed with bombshell talks taking place over turning the divisive competition into a 2020 event as the ECB are concerned that 100-ball cricket is still only played in the UK. So yeah, apparently uh, the ECB are meeting to discuss the future of the 100 and what to do about it. Obviously the fact that, as it says in the, the Mail article, sensitivities are high because of the money invested by Sky Sports, so their deal goes until 2028. Um, but the ECB potentially acknowledging that it's not working do you think is that what you read into that well yeah i guess so yeah i've seen a few comments already people saying well it was it's inevitable or this was always the plan 
Um, and a few people say, well, possibly not. I mean, I can't remember what we said at the start. I, I admired the... I admire the ambition, the gumption. I like the ambition, yeah, to, to just like, yeah, to to fashion a new format out of mm. out of thin air for no real apparent reason, other than that the BBC couldn't show you the extra ten minutes at the end. Yeah, like, but yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it it, it doesn't or do, it doesn't really make a huge amount of sense, does it? And it's not been followed. No one else has taken any interest in it mm. globally. Um, I, we have played a bit of hundred ball cricket in Guernsey uh, locally. I'm, right. I'm sure. I, I, I don't know. I'm sure domestic leagues in in England have done it as well. But it, it effectively they've you know they've used it as a bit of a novelty at the mm. start at the end of the season to sort of tack on a few extra fixtures the last couple of years. And uh, yeah, there is a there, there, there is there are novel elements to it. But in terms of yeah how it fits into the a global sport, mm. it doesn't really make sense to be playing. Sorry, I think it gives a hundred. It gives that competition, if they do make that change or when they make that change, it gives it a much better chance of of being more successful. I mean, it, it's it's hard to gauge the success, isn't there? There's been some financial kind of financial news that's come out in, the, in recent times, hasn't there? About exactly where or exactly how successful it's been. I mean, uh, possibly painting a slightly different picture to to what was um, sort of suggested kind of last year or the year before at the time. Again, it's another one like last year, the hundreds sort of passed me by a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's, uh, yeah, there's quite a lot of challenges. I, uh, I don't know. I do, there's a lot to like about playing the, the men's and women's games uh, you know, on the same day. With the, but in terms of it, the, the fact that all the teams are called the same thing, it, it sort of all washes over a bit. Um, it's hard to keep track of. I've just, I've never understood what. Uh, what value they think they're adding by making it 100 ball as opposed to like so all and I, we talked about this when when we discussed the 100 last summer all the good stuff about the 100 would apply if it was t20 and all they've actually done is like gimmickify it if that's a word and mean that cricket fans or certainly for me and I, I suspect for a lot of cricket fans we just can't take it seriously and it's just like it's just annoying that it's 100 balls um I don't think it makes it easier to understand for people who don't, who aren't already following cricket. It, yeah, it, it adds very little. And so the good things about it, like, yeah, the, the platform that's given to the women's game, it's been mentioned the last couple of days, you know, about the, the ticket prices that, so somebody talking about this uh, story saying it'd be a real shame the 100 goes because it's the only cricket that I can afford to go to. Well, but I, I, what, what about the 100? It means that it it's mm. cheaper why not just make like let's make the all cricket or certainly the t20 competitions that price you know so i've n- i've never understood why it was 100 balls to me it was always it was inevitable that no other country was going to take this up because it's a terrible idea so i'm glad they're looking at it again now if they can turn it into an ipl style t20 competition i'll be all over that tone as i'm sure <laughs> no but that that just makes a lot more sense it's what other countries are doing yeah, I mean, I say I wasn't really, you know, the US T20 stuff. You can like take a leave, but make the 100 T20. I'm all over it. <laughs> we just, we just need another franchise T20 tournament. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, we could talk about that. I could talk about Major League Cricket, actually. Well, we did. There was some interesting commentary offered on Twitter, wasn't there? Following our last episode, on our previous episode. Yeah. Can, um, can you remember what it was? I, I think there's just a suggestion from some quarters that 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 we'd be so sort of snobbish that that it was sort of anti USA um, as a result, partly of Jersey getting into that kerfuffle with them the other week um but also presumably partly because it's it's the us and sort of stuffy old english establishment people 
I mean, I, I don't. I think it'd be, it's unfair. I think it would be unfair to characterise us as anti-American, given that we've both been we've both been on holiday to the US numerous times. Yeah, and love it. And I also, love it. Yeah. Also, would be weird to characterise us as pro-Jersey. I yeah. think it's the other thing. So yeah, basically, yeah. there's a comment saying, yeah. "Oh, I see." So you know, as soon as the USA beats the Channel Island, but yeah, you got to understand that <laughs> we do not like Jersey, or at least you know that's yeah. that's the the cliche, isn't it? In theory, yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a brilliant. Did you see that BBC archive clip that that they tweeted the other day? Yeah, it was a, it was a news report. Well, it wasn't really a news report, was it? It was just like um, an interviewer in the sixties speaking to people in Guernsey and Jersey about what they think of people from the other island. But it's fantastic, you know, fantastic sort of of its time mm-hmm. um, kind of clips. But there was one, one brilliant one from a, a guy, an old Jerseyman or an old guy in Jersey. <clears throat> saying um he's like yeah the, the guernseyman the, the guernseyman is a cheat um yeah he's like i'll give you an example it's like in 1640 uh a dutch man came to map the islands and um people in guernsey bunged him like two or three pallets of tomatoes to make to to draw guernsey bigger than jersey not the most recent <laughs> not the most recent example he could have thought of i'm sure <laughs> Yeah. So basically, so the the suggestion anyway, that yeah. we, we that we are that we were kind of uh, we took the view we did about the USA behavior in that USA Jersey game is because we're anti US and pro Jersey. Uh, I'd have two issues with that. Um, I, I suppose yeah, just to kind of uh, maybe articulate that a bit better. I think I, I I mean I suppose there's something. It's just the nature of cricket. There's something weird about the fact that USA and Jersey are kind of on a par as cricketing powers. My point was just like there seems something strange about a country like USA aggressively celebrating a victory over Jersey when the Jersey players are like accountants and and, and postmen and stuff in their day jobs. It just, you know, it, it's, it, it just felt a bit odd to me. But certainly there was no uh, intention to be kind of snooty or, or condescending about American cricket. But I, I want to talk about American cricket because, uh, yeah, there's major league cricket is coming. Um this was launched at NASA, Tony, did you see this? <laughs> they did a big launch event at the Johnson Space Centre uh, for some reason. Uh, yeah, it's a new t- uh, T20 competition that's going to, uh, is meant to start uh, in July this year. Six teams in major US cities uh, and it's going to take place over three weeks. And th- at least for the first season, all the games will be played uh, just outside Dallas at the Grand Prairie Stadium. So there are, t- do you want to know the teams? Yeah, go for it. Los Angeles Night Riders. MI New York. Not that's the catchiest. Yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> the catchiest thing. Uh, San Francisco Unicorns, Seattle Orcas, Texas Super Kings, and Washington Freedom. Now, you might be able to tell that there's some IPL franchise involvement in this. <clears throat> there are some big names involved, some big players involved. I was a little bit uh, surprised, actually, to see some of the, the names that are signed up for this. So, Quinton DeCock, Mitchell Marsh, Anrik Norkia. Uh, Corey Anderson, Liam Plunkett is playing, Aaron Finch, Marcus Stoinis. So it is sort of quote-unquote a real <laughs> a real T20 competition. Uh, and it's an interesting one. I mean, if, I don't know if you've got a hot take on all this, Tone, but as you alluded to, we've been talking about cricket in America for a long time on this show. I feel like going back right to the early days I've been predicting that, you know, that cricket would crack America, you know, like Oasis, never did, etc. I don't know whether this is the vehicle to do it, but it seems certainly seems to have got further than any previous ideas. Yeah, I'm no... I, I, 
roughly aware of what's been happening in US cricket over the last like 10, 15 years, but it, it, there seems to be a lot of false dawns and stop starts and, and issues with the administration, contentious controversies. Um, but yeah, no, it seems like this is, this is as, yeah, as far progress as anything we've seen, isn't it, for a while? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm certainly not against cricket taking hold in America and, and America being a, becoming a player. Absolutely not. But, I, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure about the whole system that is developing or has developed with with IPL teams effectively taking a stake in every mm. T20 league around the world. So yeah, like you know the, the Los Angeles Knight Riders, KKR Knight Riders Group, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got the Trimbago Knight Riders, haven't they? In the CPL, um, they've got a team in, in the South South Africa, in the New yeah. South African League. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah I don't know. I. I, I I don't know if when you know when we were sort of dreaming of the possibilities of T20 cricket 20 years ago and and how it could be you know take it, taken around the world and whatever I don't know if this is the the kind of the network we would have dreamed and drawn up then yeah because you know obviously the natural comparison as things take shape is football now there's a lot you know we've talked about it before in terms of whether that should be whether that's the way that a player should be contracted to a mm-hmm. a club and that's it um but yeah no, no in in football like no one likes the fact that that teams that you know like the the, the city group have got clubs of i don't know 10 clubs or whatever it is around the world and lots of clubs are or lots of owners are now buying feeder clubs and and, mm. and whatnot it's just i don't know it, it it doesn't it doesn't taste right i suppose there's a difference there in that like uh those football cl- clubs around the world have developed organically over hundreds of years, a hundred, hundred plus years. Um, whereas like by their very nature, like by definition, these franchise competitions, the teams are manufactured. They have to be manufactured because you're conjuring this competition out of nothing. And certainly in America, that's the case. But I do agree with you, like going back to what we were talking about before and, you know, being concerned about the IPL becoming the biggest show in town. This is part of it, isn't it? And so there's, to me, there's something intriguing about Major League Cricket and about seeing what happens with a competition like this in America and whether it, what kind of impact it has. I saw a a news clip on, uh, on like Texas TV. I, I can't remember if I sent that to you. Did I send it? I don't think so. I'll share it through the um, World Cricket Show accounts, but that was quite interesting, just like two or three minutes um, on... This is like an old baseball stadium that's been repurposed and they were talking about how it's going to open and, and host the uh, the Major League Cricket. And the, the guy who was, I think, the chairman of the baseball club, baseball team that folded, but still owned the stadium, I think was talking about how this is really exciting. And then he was like, I, I can't wait to throw the first pitch. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how that plays out. In terms of whether it will succeed, I suppose you need to define what success is. And I don't know if they have a vision for what success is. Is this about to, you know, elbow baseball at a side? You know, clearly we're nowhere near that. But it will be interesting to see. I, 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 I think it's quite well-named, by calling it Major League Cricket, you're sudden, I don't know, for me at least, I was kind of like, oh, this will be interesting to see what happens. But it, the whole thing could potentially feel quite flat if there's no one in the stadium and and the quality's not that high. So I'll be interested to see what happens. But it certainly doesn't help with my concern about the way that, for me, there is this kind of great narrowing of cricket, like down to just franchise T20. Like if that's what the future 
of cricket is and there's like a real concern that that's what's happening and you know outside of the ashes and a few other test series like what the this sort of franchise t20 stuff is taking over it's just fair like for me if that is what cricket is it's suddenly very very like dull and or like bland and monotonous um so yeah that while i'm intrigued by this competition i'm also you know concerned about it yeah concerned, feel, concerned about the, the trend it feels like the ashes well we obviously got an ashes to look forward to in a few weeks but you could see the ashes becoming like a sort of henley regatta or something like that mm. like not i've got no i've never <laughs> been to henley and i've you really strike me as a henley man no, so. I, but i've never like i don't have but it's just maybe one day it'd be quite fun to go and just see yeah see what's <laughs> see what's going on but um next year you're definitely gonna be <laughs> i can see it but now but do you know what i mean like, i've so. literally got no idea what, what kind of goes on at henley it's just you know it's obviously very popular lots of people go and it's it's a kind of it's a niche uh kind of diary event mm. effectively sort of social that's it's, kind of what the ashes like a, is becoming. like a tradition yeah yeah so yeah. Be like the ashes will become like a sort of yeah like a henley but i think i mean other people have made this point but they but Rather, sorry, rather than part of like a, I mean, yeah. I'm sure there is, a, you know, the people who row at Henley are rowing elsewhere as well. But to any sort of Tom, Dick or Harry, like I don't really know where people row outside of Henley. <laughs> I've got nothing against Henley in, in you know, anyway, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> got a lot of Henley, Henley listeners, I'm sure. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. Um, but the, the people who are uh, running these franchise competitions, the IPL franchises, et cetera, do need to, I mean, I'm sure they're not because why would you at this point when the money's rolling in but they ought to be thinking long term about yeah there is like clearly like what is the future for new zealand or west indies or sri lanka in te- like playing test cricket there's no money in it for them really and so the and young players coming through uh are not going to want to play test cricket or even potentially international cricket they're going to be looking to play franchise but the the concern would be well what is is cricket going to continue to thrive in those countries therefore and will those grassroots clubs still exist and therefore will the players be coming through to go into those franchise competitions but again maybe the IPL don't care about that because they've certainly got a big pool of players in India um I mean yeah it's the hope yeah obviously like someone like Virat Kohli has spoken very positively or you know he's sort of demonstrated his his love for test cricket and and his kind of vision of of its role in the the wider ecosystem i mean are we just sort of relying on him becoming a billionaire and and kind of basically like propping it up as an administrator or kind of try you know try trying to create the sort of well major league test cricket i i I no longer think it's impossible that there will be franchise test cricket one day i mean whether it'll be called test cricket i don't know but whether like maybe that's the future that's the way that we save test cricket is by it's Kolkata Knight Riders versus Gujarat Titans in a test match. Um, now, I don't want that to happen, but I, I, I don't think it's off the table necessarily. I, I don't want to be too downbeat about it because clearly like, there's so like, loads of great test cricket happening at the moment. We talked last time about how... <laughs> None of which we've spoken about. <laughs> well, I say at the moment, I mean, you know, in yeah, the moment, yeah, yeah. As in, at the moment as in over the last couple of years. Um, and we spoke last time about, yeah, yeah, yeah. about how... Uh, England and Ben Stokes and Brendan McCullum are kind of <laughs> saving Test cricket and how much interest there is around that. But the Test cricket was so good, we didn't record a pod for <laughs> the best part of a year. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
<laughs> and we finally sat down <laughs> as you were like there's no cricket happening at the moment <laughs> we basically we, we we talk about how much we love test cricket we didn't do a pod and then we just come back to moan about the IPL <laughs> we'll just we'll probably just disappear again yes, we're taking uh, <laughs> taking like a world tennis show approach yeah. to it our like sister podcast we record uh, like an episode every few years on average but we we did we did two at the same grand we did, we did none for two years, two at the same grand slam, and then none none for three years after that. Uh, <laughs> Such a good schedule. Consistent. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Major League Cricket, it will be interesting. The Saudis are getting involved as well, too. Not name there's gonna be a Saudi T twenty league. So there's a lot going on, a lot to get your head around. Um I suppose quickly to finish then, we could just talk about something completely different, which is the county championship, uh, which is going on. Um, and I've been uh, following the progress of some of the England players, particularly the the ones who might be um, not placed under threat, but, you know, sort of where there's con- competition. That's the word, competition for places. Um, so it's been interesting to see that Zach Crawley scored runs. Hasn't he got a big hundred the other day? Ollie Pope has scored, uh, has scored quite a few runs. Ben Duckett has as well. So they're, they're all kind of, you know, obviously they're the sort of men in possession and they're strengthening their cases with the, with those performances. Keaton Jennings got runs, as I, as I mentioned, and, and potentially would consider himself... Got runs the, and spoke well as well <laughs> yeah, on the pod. So. Made a lot of great jokes. Um, he would consider himself to be, you know, sort of the next cab off the rank, I guess. But then Johnny Bairstow, this what we spoke about last time, Johnny Bairstow, presumably England are going to want to find a place for him. He's back playing, actually. He, he made his first appearance for um, uh, the seconds, I think, um, last week and scored 80-odd. So I still don't know what England are going to do about that. But but if we were sort of thinking, yeah, Zach Crawley might be the guy to make way, but he's uh, doing himself no harm by by scoring runs in counter cricket. Jimmy Anderson got a five-wicket haul as well the other day and Stuart Broad's been taking wickets. Now, did you see this, Tone? It's a good article here. I logged on to uh, ESPN Crick Info and found this article. Stuart Broad fires Ashes warning as new outswinger outsmarts Middlesex. <laughs> did you see this? Yeah. So basically, he's uh, he's <laughs> he's spoken about how he's developed like a magic new delivery called an outswinger, <laughs> which he's, uh, he's lining up for Steve Smith and Marnus Labashain, apparently. If I was, yeah, so I was going to say when, if I was a, um, yeah, a top world-class sportsman, yeah. I think I would talk a lot of shit, I think. <laughs> not that I'm not saying for a minute yeah. that, that Stuart is uh, shit here, but you could just have a lot of fun, couldn't you, by, I don't know, just winding people up. But chat, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Chat shit get banged, though, is, yeah, the, is, the, is the problem. And I imagine the uh, Pat Cummins and co might be uh, thinking about that. Getting there. If these mind games continue. Well, yeah, I mean, he, talked, he said something else as well, didn't he? About how he, you know, he wants, he's hoping that Australia tries to take them on at their own game, yeah. like their own basketball game. And he's definitely uh, going big with the mind games, Broad. <laughs> it's not, I mean, he's not been afraid to, has he, over the years? Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you see Stokes' interview with NASA the other day? Yeah. Um, some interesting stuff in that. It's, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting series. I mean, by all accounts, the, well, Stokes wants the, the pitches to be sort of fast and bouncy doesn't he what he wants you know he wants he wants basically he wants the pitches to be what australia want the pitches to be so i mean it, yeah it, it's going to be a very interesting very it very interesting be, yeah it's a real kind of mouth-watering prospect isn't it and compared to the last ashes in australia which broad also said he's written off it's like that doesn't count <laughs> it doesn't count as an ashes series yeah um compared to that one which was so flat and obviously that was partly 
for us as England fans because it was so horrific that it was hard to get excited about it. But I think even coming into it, we were we were nervous about it. Well, yeah, we no, thought we were, it was going to go that way and it did. Whereas this time I'm very, very excited for the Ashes. We were nervous about it in the weeks up to it. And then on the day I was like, actually... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's what always happens. That's every yeah. time. And then, uh, and then we all know what happened from there. <laughs> First ball. Thank you. Yeah, that is very true, actually. But... But, back. but this time Scott I'm Boland. I am genuinely looking forward to it. Dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. I mean that is dangerous. We're weeks out. What are you gonna be like the day before? <laughs> You're gonna be absolutely yeah. beside yourselves with confidence. And... Well, no, I'll just be laid up in bed uh, with a <laughs> hot water bottle, just uh, absolutely sick to my stomach with ashes fever. Well, um, we've got a couple of we've got obviously Ireland first, haven't we? Same week or the week after the World Test Championship final, mm. Australia-India. Interesting. So potentially the next pod we record might be a preview of that. Although I also... <laughs> like after that. <laughs> I also, uh, I was going to throw it out there that um, if listeners want to send in any questions, what do we think about the IPL, for example? <laughs> um, we could do a bit of... You want another half an hour on that? <laughs> we could do a bit of a listener mailbag. Um, do you have any other favourite flavours of hula hoop or any other... Favourite brand of crisp? That sort of question. Get into it all. I, well, one comment I would Nothing offer... Nothing is off limits. One comment I would offer on the hula hoops. The salt and vinegar hoops. You don't see them very much anymore. Um, but they were... They were oh, acerbic? Is that the right word? They were like... They were hard. They were, they were a tough eat. Acidic? Yeah. Uh, acerbic is like you'd say about somebody's wit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sharp and forthright. That is what I meant. Okay. Yeah. 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 There you go. Yeah. A bit acerbic. Just sharp, yeah. Yeah. Okay, can I shock you? I've never eaten a monster munch in my life. Okay, now. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's a spin-off podcast in waiting. I'll bring you some pickled onion monster munch uh, for the next show. So yeah, put potentially a listener mailbag next time if, if people want to send in questions. But I think that's probably going to be about it for the World Cricket Show this time. Look at us, Tone. Two episodes two in a few row. weeks. Two in a row, yeah. So when are we coming back? Us. When does the IPL finish? Uh, is it this year? Uh, 28th of May it finishes. So we've got another month. Okay, a month to go. So there's, there's really still time to get fully into it. <laughs> <laughs> I really missed anything. <laughs> Plenty of time to learn the names of the teams, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah, we will, yeah, we'll be back. Let's, let's do that listener mailbag. And we've got, yeah, we've got lots, to, lots coming up over the next couple of months we're here we're here for the summer aren't we um we here i think i think you uh you did all right today tony so it didn't quite measure up to jennings but you know maybe enough to until he's available again might yeah. uh, keep the seat warm for keaton yeah <laughs> i've not thought about keaton jennings for such a long time like dreams are weird aren't the they? human like, brain why is he in my dream yeah but <laughs> I, I, uh, so you did all right as host but potentially the uh the future of the world cricket show if it's not just Jennings, might be might not need either of us. Tane, have you heard about something called uh, Chat GPT? Oh yeah, go on. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, I put into Chat GPT. Tane, uh, write an intro for the World Cricket Show. Would you like to hear what it came back? Just with? general, yeah, no, in the style of anyone or anything. No, no, just no. just that was my prompt. Write yeah. an intro for the World Cricket Show. You ready for this? Go on. 
Ladies and gentlemen, cricket fans from around the world, welcome to the World Cricket Show. Get ready for an exciting journey through the world of cricket as we delve into the latest news, updates and insights about the game that has captured the hearts of millions. From the iconic test matches <laughs> to the thrilling T20 showdowns, from the intense rivalries to the awe-inspiring performances, this is your one-stop destination for all things cricket. Join us as we explore the stories behind the game, hear from the legends of the sports that happens, doesn't it? <laughs> and engage in passionate discussions about the strategies, tactics and players that make the cr- that make Make cricket the beloved and exhilarating game that it is. Whether you're a seasoned cricket aficionado or new to the sport, the World Cricket Show promises to bring you the best of cricket from the crease to the commentary box. Good. So grab Good your line. cricket gear, settle in, and let's embark on this cricketing adventure together. <laughs> I think overegging it slightly there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to lead off with that next time. Like you've got me going, actually. I'm buzzing. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I don't know if we've lived up to that really in today's show, but I, I then said, write it again with more jokes. Right, okay. Welcome, fellow cricket fanatics from all corners of the world, to the World Cricket Show, the wackiest, wildest, and most <laughs> wickedly entertaining cricket extravaganza. We promise to keep you on the edge of your seat with the latest news, updates, and insights about the game that has us all hooked faster than a googly from Shane Warne. From the classic test match, <laughs> from the classic test matches that make us go ooh and ah like excited commentators, to the adrenaline-pumping T20 showdowns that have us jumping off our couches like boundary fielders. We've got it all covered. Think of us as your personal tour guides in the crazy world of cricket, where the only <laughs> thing more unpredictable than the Duckworth-Lewis method is the weather in England during a test match. But that's not all, folks. We've got the inside scoop on the quirks, controversies and camaraderie that make cricket such a unique sport. We'll bring you interviews with cricketing legends who spill the beans on their pre-match rituals, the funniest sledges they've ever heard, and the embarrassing moments they wish they could forget. But we won't let them. (laughs) So grab your popcorn, settle in and get ready for a smashing good time with the World Cricket Show. It's going to be a boundary-laden, six-hitting, stump-shattering ride that will leave you in splits and in awe of the game we love. Let's play on, folks. Hashtag cricket craziness guaranteed. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> How long is it? Know, yeah. Can you ask it to do it in like, I don't know, 50 words or less? <laughs> That's, uh, that sounds like the intro to like, if, I don't know, like Nick Hancock's cricket gaffes and yeah. googlies. It's like Danny VHS, Baker's yeah. right hammerings. Yeah. Danny Baker's right stumpings. Uh, what, what do you think? Are you worried about your job? On, on the basis of that, well, actually, it's my job, isn't it, as writing the intro? Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, it's startlingly enthusiastic. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, true. You have a go at me for the, the for being too yeah, lively you look, at the start. Yeah. I'm nothing on ChatGPT. That's a good first attempt from the, uh, yeah. from the lad or the, or the lass. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, um, I'll ask it to write something else and I'll lead off with it next time in 50 words or less. Uh, but I think whatever happens, we can certainly... Be assured that hashtag cricket craziness guaranteed <laughs> is our motto. Uh, right, well, that's uh, about it for us then. Uh, we'll be back next time with a listener mailbag. But until then, uh, so well, so do send in your questions firstly. Send us your questions and we'll answer them next time. I'll do a throw out on social media as well, just to remind you. Um, so go and check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at Cricket Show. We're on Twitter at Cricket Show. We're on Instagram at World Cricket Show. I feel like we need to sort of drill down maybe to one of those and use it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I, I used the word on, I think used the word on generously there. We missed out on at Cricket Show on Instagram because I, I haven't checked it recently, but there certainly was an at Cricket Show that had no followers and no posts. So, I mean, come on. Yeah. 
Um, send us an email. You can send your question by email to worldcreatorshow at gmail.com. And if you enjoy the show, if you don't enjoy the show, you're probably not listening at this point. If you do enjoy the show, and then then rate and review on your podcast platforms. I only realized the other day, I, I, this could have happened last week or it could have happened five years ago. You tell me, Tone. I didn't know that you could rate podcasts on Spotify. Right. Um, they have ratings. So, and we haven't got many ratings on there because I don't well, think do, people I mean, are aware of it. If it's not going to be five star, don't bother. Well, I this think. is it. So, yeah, yeah five star rating, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything less, just don't bother. Just sack it off. If people are like, oh, four, no, five, five. Yeah. It's five. Uh, so that's it. Uh, we'll be back soon. Until then, stay in school uh, and we'll see you next time. Cheers, Tone. Cheers. Bye-bye for now. Smell your fear. Ba da da ba 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 da da ba ba.